This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Fox fans, how are we doing? Uh, hope you're well. Um, I'm just being covered there by uh, by all the info. There I am. You can see me in my full beauty. What a week. Hey, but let's put that behind us. We've got something to look forward to this weekend. What are you going to enjoy this weekend? Tell you what, enjoy a semi. Why not? i tell you what, enjoy it because when you get to my age, that's all you can enjoy. I tell you what. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I actually got it in the back of the net. So, <laughs> hey, that's another story. Want to enjoy something else? Enjoy this. 
Minding my own football business, it's the story of Leicester City Football Club in the 1990s, one of our most successful periods up until recently, when we were taken by then and our first chief executive, Barry Pierpoint, who wrote this book, and we were taken uh, from a private to a public company. There was a lot went on. What went on behind the scenes? And I've got to be honest with you, I've read this book. It is really, really good. Uh, well worth it. Barry, uh, great supporter of the uh, of the channel, and we thank him for that. Uh, I've changed my mind about it, I'm not going to lie. But if you do go to, and you want a bargain, go to uh, his website, mindingmyownfootballbusiness.co.uk. Up until the end of April, you can get 30% off. So a good read and a good bargain all mixed into it there. Well, I'll tell you what, we are on um, YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe, guys. We're trying to get those figures up. It would be forever grateful. Uh, Facebook, Lester Till I Die, the group, and obviously uh, Twitter, at Lester TID. And um, we're going to be talking, like I say, FA Cup semi-final. <laughs> We lost 3-2. Our opponents in that semi-final, South, um, Southampton, lost 3-0 to West Brom. Neither of us going into this <laughs> on a great run of form, but we will look on to that. Leicester City in the FA Cup. <sighs> bit of a uh, bit of a always the bride made, never the bride, isn't it? For those of you too young to remember, this is our history. Shut up and sit down. Doesn't make good reading, does it? Let's bring my chum in. And he probably doesn't remember any of that at all, if I'm totally honest with you. Hey, he is Lester Till I Die's answer to uh, Debbie Harry. For those of you that might remember, she was lead singer with a certain a group called Blondie. Talking to Blondies, good evening, Josh. Massive, massive compliment. That. I'm a big Debbie Harry fan, mate. So I'll uh, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I, I saw from the I saw from the hairdo. I tell you what, I thought <laughs> looking at that hairdo on, a, on an old picture of yours, I thought you were a big fan of Kajigugu as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, a, the, the, 
It, 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 if you know what, if I could still grow the mullet out now, mate, I would. But I think them days are, them days are long gone for me, unfortunately. That was a mullet and a half. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> you, you, were, you. You were rocking the teenage years when you were about two there in that picture, weren't you? That's it, mate. I, I've, I've, I've always been a man ahead of my time, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if that's the case, give me the lottery ticket numbers, please. Yeah. <laughs> let Let's say a few hello and good evenings. Um, welcome in Liam Good evening mate, good evening to you Liam Thanks for joining us Phil, uh, I think Liam just beat you to it there Hi mate, first on the channel uh, Apple Tree John Good, oh hello, hello to you too How are you doing um, And he says a big effort needed From every player Well it is um, Excited You've got to be haven't you Josh Excited and nervous. I think um, it's. I'd say it's more so. The, the excitement will be there up until probably Saturday evening, and then uh, it's going to be a case of until kickoff. It's the nerves and the anxiety that comes with it. I mean, it's the first time I've ever seen us playing FA Cup semi-final, and for a trophy as big as it is, you know, for a chance to at least get to the final, it's it's huge, mate. So I think come come kickoff on Sunday, I'm going to be a bit of a nervous wreck. Oh, thanks, mate. You just made me feel very old now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get a mute button for you. Like, I tell you, I really am. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it is. I mean, we, we came close last year. We got to the quarters, and you know, we're gonna obviously have, have a look at our our history in the in the FA Cup. Um, you know, in the sixties, it was. We were, we were we weren't doing too bad in the sixties of recent. We've had we've had some embarrassments, um, but we've got the draw that we wanted, yeah. Southampton. But in a way, that could almost be a curse. I mean, you know, if you're watching, let us know. You, you've got to be happy with the draw, but you've also got to be thinking like, oh, this is going to look bad if we lose. We've said it before, you know, when when we did the watch along in the in the um, in the court in the um, court final United game, we were saying hopefully we'll get Southampton. But we've both said I think their fans sort of looked at it and thought, well, we hopefully we'll get Leicester. You know, it's 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 a one off game for us, and um, like I've said before, and I think you know from their their result from last night, their, their season could just hang on this FA Cup. Really, you know, if, if yeah. they, they've got as much chance of getting through to the final and potentially winning it as much as we have, you know, in a one-off game, anything can happen. So I think it's it's worked out well for both teams, really, for us to be playing each other because I think, really, in, in reality, it's probably the best way it, either one of us is going to get through to the final, really. You know, if we'd have played Man City and they'd have played Chelsea, Chances are we'd, we'd, we'd pro, pro, both probably have been knocked out and then it's Chelsea-Man City yeah. final. So we, I think it's worked out best for both of us, really. I mean, it, you, you, you want to win every competition you're in. Uh, and as, as I said to you, when we got knocked out the, the Europa League, by what we thought was a, a not sort of particularly brilliant um, Slavia Prague team, but they, they, they showed Rangers and Arsenal what they're made of as well. You know, we were, I was sort of saying, well, yeah, okay, we got knocked out. That will be good for us in the league. Will it, if we get knocked out, and I don't want to be obviously, but if we get knocked out, is it kind of maybe a bit of a, a silver lining? I can see where you're coming from, but I, I genuinely don't think that, to be honest with you, because 
we make it through on Sunday and then, you know, you get through to the final. I know you could sort of say, well, you know, all eyes are on the final then because it's such a massive game. But it's only one more game to add on to what we're already playing. Do you know what I mean? I know it'd be a massive occasion and it's a chance to win silverware. But you'd like to think that the lads are going to be up for treat every single game now till the end of the season like it's a cup final because every point matters, don't it? So it's um, yeah. that, that's my views on it, mate. I think it's it, it'd be disappointing to go out now, but like I say every week, mate, as long as we put performance in, if you lose but you played well, you can take it, can't you? Yes, I mean, it, you know, we, we, we know it's not going to be 9 0, although if you're going to get nine, this is the game to do it in. Um, yeah, <laughs> my, my worry is. If we do get through to the final, like I say, we'll, and I don't think Brendan will allow it, but you know, I'm worried that players might just take their eye off the ball, no pun intended. Maybe, maybe. I mean, and, and I suppose that's only human nature, really. You know, mm. at the end of the day, it's, it's a chance to win what's one of the biggest domestic cups, anyway, in, in, in world football, really. You know, the history behind yeah. the FA Cup is huge. So, and I, I, I think I, I like what, um, I like what Brendan said after the United game, or he might have said it before, actually, when he said, you know, um, his team tour was to the players, listen, you know, we're you're literally two games away now from uh, from making history for this club. So I think he understands that how an, an FA Cup win would be absolutely huge for us because, like you're saying, with Eclipse yeah. at the start, you know, we, we've been in the final so many times and not won it. So the chance for these players to really grasp that and uh, hopefully... Come come May time, you know, lift that trophy. It'd be absolutely huge yeah. for us. And hopefully by then we might have crowds back in by the time you know fully by the time we get to the final. Fingers crossed. I, I know. Um, I, I, I know this said about late certain um, no no fans of either team in for the semi-finals, but I think it's just mm. come out today that um, I know for the Carabao Cup final they're allowing fans in. So you'd like to think for the FA Cup final. Obviously, it's, it's well after it. Um, yeah. You know, the gun is going to be a certain amount of certain amount of fans being allowed into the stadium. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I think they're allowing for the semis some in, but it's just not. You know, it's local it's people, nurses yeah, and doctors yeah, and whatever, which is good. Um, Jason, good evening. Hello, thanks for joining us, uh, Dipak. Um, good evening, Dipak. Thanks for joining us, mate. Nice for you. Nice to see you in here. Uh, button that tongue. We, I know you, you, you got a, a lot to say. Thankfully, I think if you've been on the show last night, you, you might, you might have said it. But uh, no, seriously, Dipak. Nice to have you along. Thanks for joining us. I mean, let's have a look at um, let's have a look at our journey to get this far because it's been um, a bit of a mixed one for the two teams. Um, you've got, I mean, we, we've obviously had Stoke City away, we had Brentford away, and then we had Brighton and Manchester United. In fairness, not not the hardest of, of, of journeys up until the Manchester United game, was it, Josh? <laughs> It wasn't. Um, I think at the start, you know, when I can remember us doing the, the pre-match show for the Stoke game and I thought, we both thought at the time, you know, it could be a potential banana skin, really, because I remember they were playing quite well at the time. Um, and then, you know, you go into the Brentford game and again, you sort of think, well, they're flying high in the championship, but you'd sort of expect us to win. Um, and then the Brighton game, well, you know, we just sort of, I know we scored last minute. It weren't, it weren't the greatest uh, Greatest of matches to watch on the eye, was it really? Yeah, and then no. score last no. minute, and then, and then, and then you know you come against Man United, you think, well, you know, we could nick it, but we absolutely outplayed them really on that mm. day. So, 
I think yeah. I think I look I look at both of them runnings really for us in Southampton, and I think there's there's a lot of similar similarities really. You know, they've played a couple of Championship games. You know, they played Arsenal, we played United. That's big games for both of us really. Um, and then they played Wolves, and we played Brighton, and that there are other games where you think, well, you know, you could go out potentially, but um, quite quite similar similar runnings really to, to the uh, to the semi final game. I think so anyway. Well, if we just have oops, uh, just have a quick. Um, look at Southampton. Um, Shrewsbury Town in the third round. Uh, the managed, I mean, in fairness, Arsenal and uh, Wolves and well, Bournemouth well, wasn't as local derby for them down on the south coast here. Um, yeah. you know, they, they've uh, they've had I'm not saying it's a harder draw than ours, but you know, a, a journey. Um, you know, the fact that they got past Arsenal and Wolves, they, they, again, there were two possible ties that they could have struggled yeah. on. Yeah, you could say that, but again, you could say sort of say that for our running, I guess. You know, I think, like you say, we not not so much of the Brentford game, but as I say, they're they're doing well in the Championship, and I can't remember at the time. You know, I think we played a bit of a weaker side anyway, um, so we could have gone out there. Um, the Brighton game, as I said, you know, they I think they've been a bit unlucky this season. Brighton, they've, they've played well in a lot of games and they've just not really got the results. And that was a game that could have gone either way. But I can see where you're coming from. You know, I think um, you know Wolves. They're another team that could turn up on the day and beat anybody really. But um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because it's uh, like I say in a one-off game, mate. I suppose uh, the sort of the, the the running that you've had to the semi-finals. If you know if you get beat if you get beat on Sunday, it's not going to count for anything, is it? Unfortunately. No, I mean, somebody just commented there, if we lose, uh, Stephen Collins it was, if we lose this, uh, the pressure on the team and Rodgers will be immense. I mean, we, we, we had a quick chat before we came in and, you know, if it doesn't go well for us, we could become known as, you know, the new Spurs because, you know, bottling it two seasons running. You know, if we don't, if we get knocked out and finish fifth or sixth, I wouldn't like to think what the uh, what the pressure will be. Yeah, you could say so, but I think that's sort of the that's sort of the success that we we are as fans. You know, and, and we've said it before. You know, fans are fickle, but I suppose that's sort of the success that a lot of fans are sort of expecting us expecting us to sort of achieve now. I think um, you know, last season the way we. You know, the way we finished, obviously, we were disappointed, but we still finished fifth and it was a cracking season. You know, plenty of highlights in there. You know, as you, you know, I'm not don't want to um, tempt fate or anything, you know, such as the 9 0 against Southampton was massive for us. I don't, I don't really think we're ever going to see that again for many a year now. So there were things like that. And like I said to you before, before we come on air, Chris, I think um, if we are, because it's been so, it has been so tight this season. We've won games and then you sort of open the teams like West Ham, Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs like drop off behind you. But there's always sort of been at least one team that's closing in on us each week, whether it be West Ham, um, um, Chelsea, Liverpool, they're coming on strong now. So for me, if we are to miss out this season, I wouldn't feel as disappointed as I did last season, purely for the fact that we had a 12 point, 12 point gap last year. And unfortunately, we didn't, we couldn't see it out till the end of the season. So, yeah. Um, it, I think I think it's a bit more exciting this season because I think hopefully the lads will look at it and think right we have really you know each game is a cup final now we need to go into each game thinking we need to play 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 as best we can hopefully the results will yeah. come and then just pick up from there and just, just take each game as it comes. <clears throat> yeah. 
I'm hoping to try and get Steve. Steve Linux is trying to get on for us. I think he, he might have uh, still be just finishing work, but uh, of course he was in. He was in the last semi we played. Uh, we played in, and you, this is when you made me feel really old that you don't remember this. 1982, <laughs> the year, the, the year of the uh, Falklands War. It was. I can remember being on a train from Leicester to Villa Park because obviously we played at Villa Park, and um, we. Uh, uh, the Sun headlines that day was "It's War." Typical Sun, really, you know. But uh, we went on <laughs> to, to lose two nil. They had our dealers and uh, Villa playing for them, and uh, it was a bit bit of an atmosphere. We lost two nil. Of course, it followed the um, uh, Shrewsbury quarter final, the five two, which was uh, it was an amazing game. But you know, look at look at those play. And uh, like I said, I'm going to have a bit of a reminisce because I remember these guys. <laughs> this is some of the teams that sort of got me into it. You know, Wallington, yeah. John O'Neill, Tommy Williams, who unfortunately I think broke his leg that day. Larry May, uh, Paul Re, uh, sorry, Paul Fryer, Eddie Kelly, Andy Peak. Oh wow. Ian Wilson, Gary Lineker, my old schoolmate and bully, Alan Young, of course, Youngie, and Steve Linux at the bottom there, just under the banner. Um, that was a great team. It was an amazing, amazing atmosphere. Um, the journey coming back on the train wasn't so good. I'm not going to lie, but um, I can imagine. <laughs> you know, and it just it makes me realise when I think back to that what we are missing as fans because obviously we we can't be there. It, I mean, again, I think any team, you know, in Southampton, I'm sure they'll be thinking the same, to be honest. But uh, it's sort of sod's law that, you know, the furthest we've got in the FA Cup for years now and, you know, there's a bloody a global pandemic and no fans are allowed in the stadium and nobody's nobody's even been to the, been able to go to the games live it, it, to, to the run-up to the semi-finals. So, you just got to... I mean, if we win it, then all that will get forgotten about for me and I can, you know, live on this for, for many a year to come. Yes. It's, you know, it's the, apart, apart from, you know, League Two, it's the only English trophy that I've never seen us win in my time yeah. supporting Leicester. So it's, uh, I'm just going to enjoy it, enjoy it for what I can anyway. You know I'm gonna. You know I love asking you these tricky questions, um, Daddy or Chips ones, but... Well, let, let's jump forward a few months. Would you look back and go, you 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 sooner win the cup, but not be able to go as a fan, or go as a fan to the final and lose the cup? Oh, we're, we're, win the cup and not go to it, mate. Without yeah. without question. I mean, it, I mean, what? It'd be amazing to get to a final and obviously be able be able to go. Um, for me personally, you know, I, I, getting, getting to Leicester games now, it's for me, you know, because I'm not a season ticket holder, it, it's, yeah. it's very rare chance that I can actually get to, obviously, with having kids and stuff. Um, yeah. But to, for me, to, I mean, if, if you could offer me that now and say, right, you know, you get to the final now, there's no fans in there, but you'll win it, I, I'd, I, I'd snap that up straight away. It, it, for me, it, it's a no-brainer because it is, we can look back on it and, you know, it, it's another trophy to add to the cabinet. It's a trophy that we've never won. Um, so it'd just be another piece in the history of the club, wouldn't it? Yeah, it, it, it would. We've had seven semi-finals, um, I do believe. Um, and let's just have a look at uh, bringing these up. Again, you're, you're much too young to, to remember 
yeah. well, any of these, to be honest with you. The Tottenham one there I was just talking about. Um, Liverpool, that the 74, it went to a replay, and that was in the year in the age of um, Koshak and Keegan up there. Koshak and Keegan yep. used to play for Liverpool, Josh. <laughs> and, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, we, we, we've well, we, we, let's let's go back. I mean, our first ever semi was against Portsmouth. Um, yeah. Our second semi final, when we got to the, the, the to it, was against Portsmouth. Um, Sheffield United. That went to two replays, um, and um, Leicester. We beat Liverpool in '63. Then we lost. They lost them in '74, and we beat West Brom in '69. We went on to lose to Man City. I mean, you know, we played seven. One four, lost three. Let's hope that's not an omen that it's going to balance up uh, at the weekend. Um, we're obviously going to have certain players back that weren't available for the West Ham game. Uh, mm -hmm. In a way, it's kind of making them, you know, they've had almost like a week to recover. You could say so, yeah. Um you know, with what's happened and as you say, it's been spoke about to death, so I'm not going to delve into it. But yeah, you could you could sort of treat it as, as as another week off, I guess, really. It's a bit more rest a bit more rest from obviously under the circumstances. Not the best way to go about it. But no. um no. yeah, it's I hope like hopefully, mate, you know, the la the lads that come back, they're gonna be even even more so eager now to, to, to put a massive, massive shift in for us and it sort of hopefully gives them a bit of give them gives them a bit of emphasis sort of, you know, play that, you know, try that bit harder, you know, give that extra ten percent, you know, for, from what's happened anyway. So it's uh, fingers crossed to come back with, with a, a, a good good enough attitude anyway to sort of carry us over the line, fingers crossed. Andy, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I was at this, I'll take. I was at the '69 game. I wasn't quite at the '49 game, but um, get you get yourself on here. We'll have a look how old you were, mate. My, my, I'm joking, <laughs> joking, Andy. Uh, am I? <laughs> but the one thing that was me, Josh, is yeah, they might be wanting to give that extra ten percent, but. You can give too much sometimes, can't you? You know, you can be breaking down with the ball, running against the goal. Madison could think, oh, I've got a shot on here. Vardy's on his left, you know, clear. And he thinks, I'll get this and I'll sort of, you know, some way to redemption sort of thing. Misses it and Vardy could have just slotted it in. So sometimes you've got, um, you, know, you, can, you can be too keen to do well, if that makes sense. You're right, and it yeah, it, it could go that way. But you know, I'd sort of, in my mindset, I'm sort of hopefully thinking in my head, well, you know, these lads are at the end of the day, you know, they've not only got to show as fans, you know, what they can do and how desperate they are to get back and sort of say work the way into the team. I think you know, like you say, out, out of the out of the, the players that obviously were in the headlines recently, I think sort of, you know, obviously Barnes has been injured. Um, Madison's the only one really that that'd start for us. Really, yeah. you know, um, you could say Perez maybe, but obviously with Nacho in his form, Perez is, he ain't really going to start for us. So you sort of open that, you know, the lads come in and think, right, we need to we need to put a massive effort in, not not for just the fans and the club, but for the teammates as well, because they've been let down as well as anybody else, really. So you sort of open mm. that, and the, again, I think the chance to get to an FA Cup final is going to be massive for for mo well for most of these players, really, because it's it's going to be the biggest game that some of them have ever played in. So. 
hopefully that'll be enough to, like I say, just give, give us that extra 10% and, you know, going yeah. forward, maybe sort of gives us a bit more like, you know, a bit more of a push to make the final. Yeah. Good evening to Brookline, all the way from Brookline in America there. Um, thanks for the great news today. Yep, um, what, the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm div getting divorced, that's good. That is good news, actually, but no, Brookline, <laughs> <laughs> Brookline won the, um, the wooden um, framed picture of the King Power. So that's winging its way over to America. Apparently, Brookline, it can take up to six weeks. So sorry about that, but uh, it is definitely going to be on its way to you soon. Um, Hold on, pal. And uh, Andy, all um, Brighton has got to start. I mean, I, 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 I like all Brighton more when he comes on. To be honest with you, as, as more like an impact sub. What, what, what do you think, Josh? I was really impressed with him on Sunday. I must admit, um, he, when he came on, he, he was so positive. Trying to get, yeah, yeah he, he, he was trying to get the ball forward, trying to give us a bit more emphasis going forward. Especially, like you know, I think his wing play sort of speaks for itself, and his delivery into the box has always been fantastic for me. Um, I know we've played him at sort of right wing back before, but I don't really. I think he's good defensively as well as he is attacking. But for me, he, he, if he starts, it's got to be it's got to be on the right side of the midfield, definitely. Yeah. You know, on, on the right wing, and you know, if it means Ricardo dropping back into just a right back role, then, then so be it. Because I think personally, Ricardo. See, I know, I know. You know, he's like, he had a big injury, and he's still sort of early. Say early in the stages of coming back. He's played a few games for us now, but. Um, I saw, with Ricardo, I was sort of expecting more as a right wing back from him, purely mm. for the fact that he can bomb up and down all the time. And I don't know, maybe I might be being a bit harsh on him. There's no disrespect to him at all, because for me, he's still one of my favourite players. But um, I think the only way that would work is, like I say, I think with uh, all Brighton just in front of him. And I think I think just from all Brighton's performance on Sunday alone, coming, coming on a sub, he deserves a star. I thought he were absolutely superb. I always worry when he does play that defensive um, role that he's, he's always got a penalty in him. Oh, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. We, know, yeah we know he can play. He's very much, again, I, I think he's, I think Brendan likes him as well because he's, he's quite a bit of a utility man, really. You know, he could put, you could put him on the left if you need to. And, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I prefer him a bit more advanced, but we know he can get back and help his fullback out anyway. So, but yeah, I think you're right, mate. I wouldn't, as a right wing back, no, but on the right hand side of the midfield, just in front of Ricardo or whoever plays right back, it's definite for me, mate. Yeah. Brookline, you may have won a prize in the last show. I don't know about this comment, though. Uh, Brendan should discipline any player that back passes to Casper. Tell you what, Brookline, if you did that, we'd have no players left. <laughs> <laughs> If you drop them for the game, if you back pass, this would be it. We'd be playing a 1 0 0 formation, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a big pitch, though, obviously, Wembley. Um, yeah. Leicester and Southampton, we've both got exactly the same stadiums, as, uh, you know, as it happens. So, you know, any advantage from that is going to be gained by both. But do you think that will help our game having the bigger pitch? I think it it swings around about really for me, mate. I mean, because it's 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 a neutral, you know, it's a neutral venue, and as you say, Wembley it is a massive pitch. Even on the telly, you can tell how big it is. Um, 
Maybe from sort of possession-based football, I guess you could say Southampton. I'm sort of ex- you'd expect to have a bit more of the ball than Southampton, but it just means they could drop a bit deeper. Um, I'd say it suits both of us really, because like you say before, you said it. I was gonna, I was literally gonna point out that we play on more or less the same stadium, the same pitch, yeah. pretty much same pitch size and all sorts. So I think I think it could go either way with that. Really, you'd like to sort of. I'd hopefully it'll benefit us a bit more because you know we're sort of say a bit more used to the passing game. I've not really watched that much of Southampton this season, to be honest. So I can't really say how they play. I know you know Arsenal's got them playing good football at least, but um, yeah, hopefully it suits us a bit more because you know it gives a bit more space. And I think you know going back to hopefully Madison coming into the pitch, hopefully it gives him a bit more. If he is to start anyway, it mm. gives him a bit more bit more space to um, work something in the middle areas anyway. Yeah. I mean, Facebook user there said Pratt and Yori need to get working together. I mean, you would think, uh, although they very rarely played together for Belgium, I think either one's off when the other one's on and vice versa. Uh, I like Pratt. I think um, he was he was playing well up until his injury. Uh, I don't think he particularly did anything wrong in the last game um, to be taken off. I think it was just we needed to, 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 to go for the goals. Um I think if Madison is going to come back, and let's be honest with you, if Madison is fit, he's going to start. Unfortunately, yeah. I think Pat is the one, the guy that's going to give way. I, I, I'm with you, mate. I was going to say, um, again, I, I'm totally with you on that. I, I don't think Pratt really did anything wrong on Sunday. Yeah. Um, he played a bit more advanced in sort of the number 10 role, but and I, I read a lot of people and a lot of comments saying, you know, he didn't really give us anything going forward. But really... I mean, especially in the first half, what did we have going forward anyway? I, I, the lack of mm. movement was shocking at times. So I don't think you could put that on Pratt at all, really. Um, he didn't do anything wrong. I don't really think, you know, there weren't really many misplaced passes for him. And I, I know he played, played a lot to the side and back, but that's all he could do, really. So I think you're right. I, I think he'd be unfortunate to miss out on Sunday. But like you say, with Madison, we, we know he's fit and we know the reasons why he missed out. So you'd sort of expect him to come straight yeah. in on Sunday. And I suppose it makes sense with, you know, the magnitude of the game and how big it is. I'd, I'd pick Madison over Pratt purely for the fact that we know what Madison can do. But again, yeah, how are you, mate? I think it'd be unfortunate. It's going to be unfortunate for Pratt, really. But again, he's a good player to bring off the bench if you need him, isn't he? Yeah. It, it, you know with Madison that he can produce that one minute and that one yeah. shot, that one free. He can he can literally has that in his locker. Yeah. Maybe perhaps more of sort of Mr. Slow, Mr. Well, not Mr. Slow. That's a bit of a bit but Mr. Dependable, and where you know you he'll he'll get the job done for you, but he won't yeah. take necessarily maybe the risk. I might be wrong with that, but that that's what I think. Where Madison might just have that second of magic. And it, the game's changed. I think you're just touching on that um, before we move on, mate. I think another good point is as well, I mean, I mean we, we know Pratt's a good player. He divides opinion amongst some of our fans. Um, you know, I'm with you again. I think, I think he's a really good player for us. But with Madison as well, he's, I think other teams know how good he is. So sometimes yeah. he can, sometimes when he drops, to get, when he drops deep to get the ball, he can bring two or three defenders out with him because they know what he's capable of, allowing space for the likes of, you know, Vardy to get in behind here, Nacho, whoever we've got playing on the wing, whether it be Albrighton or whoever. Um, he sort of he, playing Madison as well gives you that gives you that that bit of an edge as well. You know he sacrifices two or three players from the opposition team, allows space to get in behind. So there's always that to look at as well, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, Andy's asking there about Cags. I don't know. He is still in, well, he was still in Turkey at the weekend because, uh, of course, he tested positive for COVID. I'm guessing if he flies back into the UK, he's then got to isolate once he's back here as well. So I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, that that would be interesting to see. I, I don't expect um, Cags to be back, if I'm totally honest with you. Um, Mad Jason here. <laughs> and does anyone else like, uh, I always say, oh, am I the only one? Well, unfortunately, I always is. <laughs> I do. Brad <laughs> isn't here to, to comment on that. Um, yeah, you, you're you're a bit. I, I, I'm sort of blow hot, hot and cold with him, you know. To be honest with you, but uh, but you're a fan, and and as Brookline says here in response to that, he does like to score a goal against Southampton, doesn't he? He does. He does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like I say, I can't imagine him starting, but if he's to come off the bench, hopefully that would be a good omen for us. If you do start him, though, who do you not play? Exactly. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, I mean, I don't expect him to start, but again, he's he's another player who you could bring off the bench, and he can, he, you know, he, on his day, he can make things happen. So, fingers crossed. You know, he likes a goal against Southampton, so it'd be yeah. nice if that were the case on Sunday. Anyway, I think you know you've got um, Perez has up until the the, the the trouble recently was playing well. But that was yeah. in a central role because Madison wasn't fit. Um, yeah. You can't, for me, you can't put Perez on the wing. And no. I think the problem you've got is whilst Yuri is fit, Yuri is always going to be a shoe in for that position. And then you've got three going for that one position: Madison, Pratt, and uh, Perez. Because you can't, you can't not play Vardy and, and Nacho. There's no way you can drop Nacho. You know, <laughs> I don't think. Uh, I don't think he. I think he'd be lynched if you dropped Nacho. So it's three going for that one position, isn't it? It is. Um, with the prep, with with the prep predicament, prep predicament. Easy for you to say. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I think obviously you know he 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 played he played in that number ten role on on Sunday because I don't really think Brendan had much of a choice you know apart from no. obviously Perez weren't available Madison's not available and who else is who else is to is he to play there really he could have played yeah. he could have played to, um, Tavares there but I think you know Pratt was the the logical choice but for me I. I I think Pratt is good. He's, he can play in the number 10 role. He's good in the number 10, but I, I prefer playing just in the centre of midfield. He's played He's played in CDM for us before, but I think in that centre, you could say, you could say I'd, I'd like to see him alongside Yuri at one point. I think that would be good. Um, just so they're both playing, playing as a pair and then maybe Madison playing in the 10 role. But like you say, mate, he's... For me, that number 10 role at the minute is it's, it's a shootout between Perez and Madison. Perez sort of shot himself in the foot really with his actions lately because he was he was playing really well and he put in some cracky performances but and then you know to do what to do what they've all done it, it's it's bloody daft but hopefully yeah. like I say they just come back with the right attitude and it's it's nice to know Perez can play it there should Madison get you know God forbid he does get injured again injured yeah so looking like I say it, it is our first semi in a a long long time <laughs> not just me the club as well. Um, (laughs) If if we have a look at our recent history, um, I mean, yeah, last year we got to the quarters. um, Again, we we didn't turn up. And that's the worry, obviously, with Leicester. 
But it's also the same with any team. You don't know what teams, and I'm sure Southampton fans are sat there saying, like, how did we lose this against West Brom? Which less, you know, which Southampton's going to turn up? And we're sat here saying exactly the same thing. But just recently, you know, we, we the year before Chelsea, you know, 1819, we obviously had the Newport County debacle, Gertzie and Mr. Puel. Um, yeah. Chelsea before that, then we had Millwall in the fifth, Spurs in the third, Villa in the fifth, Stoke in the third, Huddersfield in the fourth. Chelsea keep a bit. I think we're going to get Chelsea, by the way, if we play in the final, because we seem to be getting them a lot. Uh, although we did get Man City in, in 2010-11, uh, went to a replay, Cardiff, Palace. We, 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 we've not got the most exciting of histories, have we? we since, since we know, the sort of 69, the last time we made it. Yeah, not really. It's a bit, uh, it's a bit underwhelming when you look at it like that. But I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at, I'm just looking at that third round Man City game. I can't believe that's ten years ago. I remember going to the, uh, going to the first game before obviously the replay. I remember going to the two all game, and it's crazy. It's it's madness how time flies when you look at it like that, and it, it's there oh. in front of you. It makes you, it makes you think, bloody, hell, where's the years gone? Really? Was, was, um, was that was that the Sol Bamba game when he it was it his was, first game? Yeah, it, it was uh, it, yeah, it was his debut, and I think he scored. It was like, he scored with his first touch or something. Yeah, from what I can it, remember. it was literally in the first two minutes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think uh, if I remember right, I think Andy King got his, got uh, equalised to make it to all, and then obviously went went to their place and and we got rolled over. But um, yeah, you're right, mate. You know, up until I'd, I'd say you know the Newport County, that's a bit of a say a one-off but it didn't really feel like it at the time so we played bloody dreadful but um i'd say you know i'd say the last over the last four or five years taking out the newport county game it's we ain't we ain't done too bad in the fa cup you know we've had little runs here and there and like you say you know we've reached the quarterfinals now for the last two years running so hopefully it's competition going forward that maybe we can sort of push on and do better and hopefully you know if we win it this season, then it'd come sooner. It'd come a lot sooner than what we expected, anyway. Just talking about you mentioned Sol Bamba there. Some really good news because I think he had cancer, didn't he? Um, I think uh, he did, yeah, yeah. And I think he, he's come through that. So you know, we we wish we wish Sol. He wasn't with us that long, but we do wish Sol Bamba all the best uh, for the future. Yeah, going well, like, like, just. just just quickly on that, like you say, I know he weren't, he weren't with us for, for many seasons, was he really? Mm. But he was, he, he, were, he were a bit of a fan's favourite because uh, I think for a centre-back, he liked to take a few risks, did he, from what I can oh, remember? Yeah. But, um, but yeah. fond, yeah, fond memories. And, and like you say, mate, it, it's good to hear that he's, you know, he's he's, he's heading, heading back towards a decent recovery. I know he's back training now anyway, so uh, yeah. it's cracking news. Really good news, pal. Yeah, It definitely. is good news. And like I say, all, all the best from less until I die to Sol. I think the thing with as well, that he was played out of position a lot, wasn't he? I think was he is he a defender and he was played midfield, or he was midfield and he was played as a defender? And I, I don't I don't think because it was um, Ericsson, I think was the manager, wasn't he? At the possibly at the time, and I don't yeah, I, I don't think he ever got played in the right position. He didn't, you know what? He, again, it was a bit of a strange one. I think I can remember like you know his debut against Man City and. Some of the stuff we were trying, I just thought, bloody hell for a centre back, you know, that, that's that's really risky, that is. And sometimes you go on runs and he try Cruyff turns and all sorts. And you sort of think a bit like a bit like how Cags is now, to be honest with you. You know, yeah. sometimes you look at when somebody passes passes the ball to Cags and you're thinking, 
God, as much as I love you, you don't have to take some bloody risks at stupid times. And thankfully, we've uh, it's not really it's not really made us pay too much. But um, yeah, it's sort of along along them sort of similar similar lines of players, and that's what I think. <clears throat> A lot, a lot of players like that adhere to Leicester fans because you know, obviously, every yeah. team likes to be entertained. But you know, it's good to it's good to have a character like that in your in your squad, anyway. Definitely, it is. It is. Otherwise, it gets a bit boring. Yeah, it is. <coughs> Paul, it's gin. Believe you me, after this weekend, I need <laughs> I need gin. I I need. Well, God, I'm on so many tablets for my illnesses that God knows what I like. I'd be on the ceiling by the end of the show. I'll tell you. Um, Paul also asked this question. I'll, I'll answer first, and and then you can come in with your answer. And I know I've asked you these this this recently, so I think I know what your answer might be. But you, is Paul saying there would you prefer a top four or an FA Cup final? Um, do you want? Do you mean if it's a cup final? Is it? That's hard because you're not saying a cup final win. If you're saying would you prefer to win the cup or finish top four, it's the cup every time. Um, because it's harder to get to a cup final. And I think even if you're saying, right, would I prefer a cup final or a top four? I'm going to nail me, me, me colours to the mast here, and I'm going to say I, I'd prefer a cup final because it's, it's harder to get to a cup final, I think, than it is to get to a uh, a, a top four finish. I mean, you know, if, if we look here, to get to the semi-final, we've had to play four games. Now, that's taking out, obviously, any replays. Well, you don't have replays this season, but if they ever come back, you've only got to play in, in, in a, as a Premier League team four games and you are in the semi-finals. You know, you, we, we could have played a couple of League One clubs and a couple of championship clubs, get into the get into the fight, you know, semis and possibly final. Five games, sorry, to get to the final, four to the semi, sorry, five games to the final, where to get into the top four... You've got to play a lot more games, so a lot more can happen. And there's only two teams get to the final, four teams can get into the top four. So for me, the cup final's harder, so I would always go on that choice, the cup final. Josh, what about you? <clears throat> On the opposite end of the spectrum, again, I, I, I agree with what you say about if you offer me the FA Cup win and we we win the cup and we drop out the top four, I'd, I'd take that. Getting to the final, as much as it's special, for me, I'd go I'd, I'd go top four purely for the fact that, you know, it guarantees you Champions League football. Um, I can see where you're coming from because, you know, the FA Cup and, and trophies like that, it's knockout football, so you've got to be on it every single game. Whereas, I suppose in the league, you know, you can have a couple of off games here and there, but there's always a chance to claw it back. Um, but for me, answering his question, if it was to get to the final and we lost, I wouldn't take it. I'd take top four. But if it was to get to the yeah. FA Cup final and win it and drop out of the top four, I'd definitely take the FA Cup. Um, I mean, let, let, let's let's be honest as well. Let, let, let's think. I think it could be an age thing here because you're young enough that if we don't do it, the FA Cup this season, you've got plenty of years left in you where we could probably come back and do it again. I've not got that many years left in me. 
I'm I'm on the downward spiral now. I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at uh, plots in the cemetery. <laughs> oh, don't, say, don't say that. <laughs> I'm, of, I'm of an age. I'm I'm of an age. I'm I'm at what I like to call my shrinking stage. I'm you know I'm 60 now, so I might not get a chance to see us win the FA Cup again. Where I have seen us win the Premier League, so I think it could be a little bit of an age thing there as well. Um, Mad Jason think, and I, I don't know if you are being mad here, Jason, but you think we'll get both. It'll be a nice double, will it? Top four and um, and 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 uh, and cup final. We touched on earlier, um, uh, Josh. I was going to call you Jason. Then we touched on earlier the, the 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 form going into this. Neither of us are actually us or Southampton are on the best run at the moment. I mean, we're slightly better by one point in the last five games. But, you know, forgetting... I mean, we, we've lost to, West, uh, to, to Man City, and we, we, I think we all said that was a pretty much a bit of a, a free hit, really. But we lost to West Ham. We managed to draw with Burnley. We beat Brighton and Sheffield United, two teams you'd expect us to. But, you know, they're, they're not on form either, yet they beat Burnley... But they've lost to Brighton. They lost to Man City as well. They beat Sheffield United, but then who doesn't? And of course, I say they lost to West Brom. So it, it's there's nothing there, you know, that you would say. And I think we're going into this as favourites. But there's nothing there to 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 say that we should be favourites. I, I think. I mean, taking into account our position in the league, I I, I agree with you, mate. I think. Um, it's a game that could genuinely go either way, purely for the fact that, and I'm repeating myself, but I'll say it again, um, their whole season's hanging on this, really, you know, on, on a on potentially, you know, it could be an FA Cup win for them. You just, you just never know. Um, yeah. They're definitely not going down in the Premier League. You know, they're safe in the league. I think they're sort of going to be mid-table there or thereabouts. So the, the, league, the Premier League's sewn up for them, really. They're going to be there next season. So... They, they could traditionally put all their eggs in one basket here and say, "Listen, we, you know, there's a the chance for us to, to go on and win it, really." And mm. like I say, I, I think they'll be looking to us, thinking, "Well, that's the game we wanted to potentially get to the to the cup final." For me, it's it's again, and it's really cliche, but it's whoever wants it more on the day. Hopefully, you know, our history in the FA Cup, and like I say, what Brendan said. In the um, after the United game about you know the players making history, hopefully that's going to be instilled into their mindset and mentality, and they're going to go into the game on Sunday and thinking right, well we can really make a name for ourselves here and write our names in in Leicester City history, really. So hopefully that's going to go for us. Pressure is on us because of that and because yeah. of last season, and you know we you know we we've got to be careful we don't fall into that Spurs trap of you know ending up being bottlers, but. Is the pressure more on Southampton because, you know, if we lose on on Sunday, we we've still got the top four to play for. As you've said, the whole of Southampton's season rests on this game. You know, they're out, and then what they're playing for? Because they're not going to go down. They're not going to mm. get you know into into a Europe. They're literally playing for for position, really. So, is it is it kind of more pressure on them because of that? To be fair, I didn't. That's a good point. I didn't really look at it that way. Um, I was just more looking at the fact that they they could literally pin everything on on this game and then go into the final. So it's an interesting point, that Chris. Like I said, I never really thought about that before. And I suppose on the flip side of that coin, you look at us thinking, well, if we are to go out, then we've got top four to play for. And 
You know, obviously, yeah. if we do, if we win the semi-final and met the final, then we still got top four to play for. So I suppose we're in a we're in a bit of a, a rich position to be in. To be honest, I guess when you put it like that, it sort of uh, it puts it all into perspective for you. I guess. I think you've got a fan club in the background there that's just going off. Do I know, you, I, uh, I do, I, I do, no, I do no, apologise. Do you need to talk to anybody out at all? Do you need to go? No, no, my, my, my missus is just getting a bottle ready, so it's all sorted. Uh, <laughs> she, she's got the sink. You had the sink the other day peeling your potatoes. She's got the sink <laughs> making, <laughs> making the milk. Um... It, it, I'm going to ask this because, and I know I know we're not going, so it doesn't really matter. As a team, we're going to Wembley, not you know as fans. If we were in a normal season here, and if fans were going, would you want to be going to Wembley for the semi? I mean, I'm I'm old fashioned. I wouldn't. Want, I mean, I'd go. Obviously, you know, you know, if I could get a ticket, I would definitely go, but. I, I just think it's it should be for the final. It kind of takes the shine off the final for me. It does, and and for me, I I, I I'm totally with you hundred percent with that. I, I was more more of a fan of when the you know they had sort of the the semi finals at neutral grounds, such as you know I remember the likes of Old Trafford and and Villa Park were another one where they used to play the semi final games, and I, I think you know. For a trip to Wembley, it should be for, for a cup final. I think it's you know it's nice getting getting there on the semi final, but and then you sort of I suppose you win the semi final, and then you, it's obviously amazing to make the final, but then it does it does take the shine off it slightly. So I, I think the again, mate, you know the magic of being you know playing at Wembley in an in in a cup final, it, it's you it's a lot bigger and a lot more historical than getting through to get through to a semi-final and being able to play at Wembley because it just te- it takes that edge off for me. So I agree with you 100% on that, Chris, yeah. definitely. It, it has to be paid for, unfortunately, Wembley, and that, that's the uh, that's the sad news. Um, we mentioned this before when we had the chat before we came live, and we c- we've not been out of the top four all season. So we obviously aren't playing... Um, this this weekend in in the Premier League, we're therefore playing West Brom next Thursday, uh, week on Thursday, sorry, and then I think the Palace on the Monday. We could actually find ourselves for the first time this season out of the top four, and we've been with the only team that's been in the top four since the get go, right up until now. We could find without kicking a ball in the Premier League, we could find ourselves out of the top four for the first time. But you don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing? I don't. And a lot of a lot of people will probably think I'm bloody mad. But um, for me, the way I look at it is, and I expect, I, I fully expect us from the round, from the, you know, the, the group of Premier League games that are happening this weekend. And I fully expect us to be out of the top four. I think, I think Chelsea are going to win. I can't remember. Um, no, not Chelsea. Sorry, I know they're playing the FA Cup. Um, you know, Liverpool. I think they, you know, they could sneak in. Although I think I'm not sure how many points they are behind us. But I think there's a good chance. There's a good chance we will be outside the top four come the end of the weekend. But for me, if we are, and like, and like you just like you just alluded to, saying that I don't think it's a bad thing. I really don't because I think it's going to. 
hopefully you'd sort of met the players that like realise, listen, it's still in our hands because we still have the game, we still have a game in hand. So win that and we're yeah. back in the top four. So hopefully it's going to give us a bit more to it sounds daft really because you know every game you'd sort of expect your players to want to go in to win but hopefully it's going to give them that more bit more drive to think right you know we win this we're back in the top four regardless it's it's down to nobody else it's just down it's in our hands so I don't I don't yeah. think it'd be a bad thing at all mate no not at all to be honest with you, I'm just checking because I'd forgotten obviously not taking into account that uh, that Chelsea were in the FA Cup we might actually end up in fourth place because West Ham would take over us. Liverpool are actually four points behind us, so we could right. we could drop down to fourth. But but then you know it's still um, it's it's still a case of um, you know we, we, it's never you never know whether it's a good thing to have. Po- I'm always more points on the board rather than games in hand sort of person. I am and I, I am as well, mate. But I think had we had we not got the you know the luxury of playing an FA Cup semi final and we weren't playing this weekend for whatever reason and then we'd have a game in hand I'd be a bit more like well you know but I, I think I think with how many games there are left of the season and how important it is to you know to to say important to finish top four it'd be great if we finish top four and you know I think these players want to play in the Champions League after missing out last season so. Hopefully that gives them a bit more of an edge to to get the job done this year as well. But I, I'm with you. Um, I'd, I'd sooner have the points on the board, but you know, regardless, you know, we've got the FA Cup semi final to play, so we're gonna have a game in hand either way, really. So you've got hopefully yeah. they're gonna be to set the chance. Like I say, it's still in our hands, mate. As long as we win games and we we keep winning and, and picking results up, then we're gonna be in the top four come the end of the season, regardless. So it's just it's all on us, really. What do you think Brendan's going to go? Put Brendan's hat on for a minute. What do you think he's going to go team-wise and, and sort of formation? Um, after Sunday, I wasn't really overjoyed with the back five, I won't lie. Um, I'd like mm. to see us go back to a back four. Um, for me, I'd just quickly I'll go with... Uh, obviously, Casper in goal. Um, I'd go for Ricardo, Evans for Farnas, uh, Castagna in DD, Tielemans, um, Madison. Sorry, I was going to say, just on that point, the three yeah. at the back, which you know, it, it's been three at the back, five in midfield, and the five drop, you know, the three at the back becomes a five if we're defending. We've got some good results with that recently. We we have, but I, I think you know formations like that do work against certain teams. But I don't really, yeah. I don't really see the need to play sort of a say a back three, a back five against Southampton really because I, th- yeah. I think we're going to see a lot more ball, a lot more of the ball, a lot more of the ball than they are. So going forward, you know, you want as many players up the pitch as, as, as possible, really. And, you know, you sort of get caught out and then they hit us on the counter. And then you think, well, you know, if Ricardo is to play right wing back, Castagna left wing back, you know, they've got to keep going backwards and forwards. It does work. And I could see where you're coming from. But for me, I'd, I'd, I'd go back to a back four. I really would. Mm. Um, and then, you know, you've got, you know, Madison coming back. And then obviously you, you can't, you can't drop Nacho at the minute. He's, he's on red hot form. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously him and Vardy up top. So I, 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 if I were Brendan, just just pick the pick the best team you can. 
Um, don't worry about Thursday. Um, you know, these lads are more than fit enough now to to play. They've showed this season already, you know, they can play two games in, you know, a game on a, a game on a week and then a game on a Wednesday or Thursday. So, they show they can do it. And, if, yeah, if I were Brendan, I, hopefully he's going to go full strength and I can't see why he wouldn't. David there doing an impersonation of me and coming late. And <laughs> <laughs> but but ni nice of you to join us, David. <laughs> thanks, thanks for popping in. Um, you can tell why I'm single now, can't you? Uh, again, I, Paul could be saying the same thing. It's the slow starts I can't stand. I, will, I used to hear that every night, you know. Um, it's painful to watch and cost us a lot of games. I, I would agree. I would agree with you there. Um, but Brendan, as I say, Brendan does tend to sort of pick his team depending on, on who we're playing. Before we go, and thanks very much for joining us, Josh. A, a quick I've not we don't do a prediction league for the for the cup, but I'm gonna go, I think it's gonna be tight. I'm gonna go for two one. Now, what are you gonna go for? You know what? Up until the last couple of games. Excuse me. I didn't really see us conceding many many goals, but I think after Sunday, yeah. that sort of optimism of not conceded sort of dwindled <laughs> dwindled on my side of things for how how easily we gave West Ham the three yeah. goals. So I think we'll concede. Um, is, it extra, is it extra time or is it straight penalties for this? I do honestly, that is a very good question. I would guess it would go to extra time. I can't see them going yeah, straight to penalties. And I don't know. I don't think there's not going to be a replay, is there? So uh, I think no. it would be extra time. You know, I'm going to go. I think it's going to be. I mean, I've got to completely sound like I'm contradicting myself here when I give you my score. But I think it's going to be. It's going to be tight. But I think we'll. I think we'll win three one. Three one. I could see us going maybe 2 0 up. They grab a goal early in the second half. It's tight and cagey. And then we sort of score a third, maybe last five or 10 minutes. And then it's happy days from there. Fingers crossed, yeah. anyway. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Don't bet on it. I won't bet yeah. on it. <laughs> David went for 3 0. Um, Paul, thanks for those kind words. We, we, we do the best we can. Um, for those of you that were here at the start, you may have heard me mention um, uh, Debbie Harry and Blondie, and there was a reason for that, is that our, our very own Mike Ty, um, Tyson Fury here, uh, you, you used to have hair, actually, and you, a yeah. couple of you may remember from a few weeks ago that he, he, he used to sport, well, I thought he was a ginger because he had a very, very fine mane <laughs> of, ginger, of ginger hair. Um, he's, he's trying to convince me that that wasn't his real hair, but there is a picture <laughs> on, on his Facebook of, 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 of Josh with a lovely blonde mullet. And I think, he, I say, personally for me, I think he was trying to become a member of Kajagugu. But for those of you that, <laughs> that aren't his friend on Facebook, I thought, I've got to share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. It, it, I tell you what, that is, it's not far off the actual picture. It wasn't, that, is it? Wasn't it? No. <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it's not far off, is it? It's um, business in the front, party in the back. That is, isn't it? Hey. <laughs>
Hello there. <laughs> it was. I'm going to say, how old were you in in the in the real pitch? Were you like two or something like that? I was. That was uh, that was my second birthday. That was. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I, I was I was two. Yeah, that was uh, back in my innocent days, and then I grew up to be a bit of a pain in the arse. Like, but, uh, yeah, it's, but it's a crack, two, isn't it? Hey? <laughs> you were two with a haircut. Like you were two going on twenty four. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> honestly, mate, I, I mean, I, I, I can't remember being that age, but I remember my mum saying I was, <laughs> believe it or not, believe it or not, I was that pretty as a toddler. People used to think I was a girl. And then I grew up and looked like this, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, Paul Reynolds says, great pick. It, it, hey, it, whatever he said, that, that was him. That, that was him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David, I'm sorry, David was watching Last of the Summer Wine. I'll tell you what, David, if you were doing that on uh, on the other day instead of watching the West Ham game, I'd have, I'd have been there with you. It was probably more exciting. Until that, that's the annoying thing, and I hadn't realised until today. Of course, we're playing Sunday evening at quarter past six. It's going to clash with line of duty. How? How can they do that to me? It is, but that, that's on uh, BBC One, isn't it? It is, but I can't be watching. I'll be doing the post-match show. I can't be that, and I've got line of duty, and I've got to concentrate on line of duty. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be <laughs> over, over and done with no penalties for you then, mate. <laughs> well, I tell you what, just jo- I, I was just about to go, but hey, this guy is always worth staying on for. We're going to welcome Xbox Steve Linick. Steve, good evening. Hello, mate. I'm sorry I'm late. We've got to go to Marisburg again as usual. No, no, not a problem at all. You, you just got in there un- under the wire. We were just about to go, but... We're going to stop for you. Are you okay to stop, Josh? I am going to have to shoot, mate, unfortunately, so I am sorry. Okay. Not a problem. <laughs> Steve has this effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, thanks very much, mate. Get that haircut again, and we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. I'll try, pal. See you Sunday, mate. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Cheers Steve. Look after yourself, pal. Take care. It's chaps. Cheers. Steve, thanks for coming in. Um, I, I want to, I'm so glad you've come in because we, we, we brought this up early. Of course, semi-final weekend on Sunday. Um, well, all weekend, obviously, we're playing Sunday. The last time we were in a semi-final, you were actually in that team. Tell us, I mean, it didn't end happily for us, obviously, but it was a, it was a great run that we had that, 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 that year. Tell us what it what it feels like as a player when you, you know you, you're that close to it. Um, I was so so disappointing. I think um, going back in my era when the cup meant a lot more to people and uh, mm. to the players because you didn't have the Champions League, you didn't have all these other games that you, you could be involved in. The FA Cup was the the biggie, and um, to have the great run. And the great games beforehand, the Shrewsbury game and that, and on yeah. the the tide of it, it, it was it was such a fantastic feeling. You know, I was, I was one of the lucky ones to be able to get to play in one of the semi final. Yes, yeah, it 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 was a game where everything went wrong for us, didn't we? You know, um, their their players turned up on the day, and of course, Aussie. Um, 
got his own back for us taking the wee out of him for the for the Falklands War. But I think it was Tommy Williams, wasn't it? Broke his leg. He did. Uh, you know, yeah. it was, that was that was a sickener. Um, yes. Make it even worse as well after. When he got fully fit, his first day back, he broke it again. Mm. You know, yes, that, you know, that was that was a for us because he's a great lad. Great lad, he is. Yeah, rub salt in the wounds a little bit, that didn't it? Literally, you know. But uh, and of course, Ian Ian Wilson got the own goal. Wasn't I think it was Ian, wasn't it? So. Um, it, it just it was, but it was a great atmosphere, you know. And when you woke up that morning, I mean, were you in Leicester? Did you come over on the day? And I know it's only Birmingham. Or were you put up in a hotel in locally overnight? No, I was. Um, we were allowed to come over from Birmingham, uh, which was it was nice in one way, but it was horrible in another way because the lads were telling me the journey over uh, down the M69 and on the M6. Yeah. And all the cars, all the flags, all the scarves, and um, you know it, it made it, it better for them because as they were travelling, you know the horns were bipping and everybody was, yeah. you know, and it was a, a better atmosphere for them. So uh, I, I missed out on that one because like living over this side and yeah. being secure yeah. in the park, just just yeah. going there. You'd never know from the accent, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. When you walked out, I mean, Villa Park in those days, you know, was a great stadium. No, no disrespect to it now, but obviously stadiums have, have moved on since then. But but back in the day, you know, it used to host, you know, the semi-finals every year. Um, what was it like when you, when you got to walk out on the pitch beforehand and obviously all the fans were in? Can you describe that feeling at all? The feeling's so surreal, to be honest. Um hmm. You know, you, you got that much adrenaline pumping in, in, in your body. And then when you go out there and you hear the roar and you can feel the, the heat of the crowd coming off, uh, that's the only time really you get to, to notice it and savour it. Because yeah. you ask anybody else who just, you know, has been in the same situation in any sport, as soon as the whistle goes, you don't know anybody's there, to be honest, because you're concentrating on the game. Yeah. The build-up of there and before it was it was electrifying a bit scary really because you know we we didn't really play in front of big crowds like that usually no. but um i think that was that was one of the part of the things that you know was a bit of our downfall as well yeah was was the sort of a bit of sort of like you say a bit of fear there would you say or 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 not i don't think it was fear because because of the it had and um the buzz around the place, we felt that, you know, we could go all the way. But yeah. it was just a thing when you got on the pitch and things didn't seem to to happen, you know, we had a couple of chances. And um, we felt that, because, you know, we were well in it till, till half time. Yeah. And then, um, you know, they seemed to just take more control over it and, you know, once they scored, you know, it, it was hard then it was, you know, but it was just something you can't, for everything that went right for us against Shrewsbury, everything went yeah. wrong. You know, and <laughs> so, so somebody up there was getting his own back, wasn't he? You know, yeah. you could I say, mean, the, say the same now, like with um, the modern day Leicester when they played, mm. everything went right and everything was great. Yeah. And I'm just hoping now that the opposite, you know, that opposite happens to what happened with us that they go, mm. 
I'm a Southampton. I mean, we, we talked before about the the um, form going into the into the semi for the two teams, and there's there's not a lot to choose between us. We both in the last five, we've both got a couple of wins. We've got a draw and two losses. They've got three losses. And taking the fact, because I don't really want to sort of bring it up again, but the troubles obviously that happened for us. We lost at the weekend. They they've gone and lost at West Brom. I, I'm sat, I sat there thinking, great, because if they'd beaten West Brom, which, let's be honest with you, you, <laughs> you would have thought they would have done, but it's one of those seasons. I'm thinking, like, they've not gone into that with sort of like, well, we've won, Leicester's lost. Do those players, do, does that play on your mind? Do you go in thinking, yeah, we're on a good run here? Or do you look at these sort of cup games and go, they're cup games, they're one-off, and, and the form goes out the window? I think that's the way you have to look at it, to be honest. I think that's um, the of the FA Cup. That's where a lot of big teams fall against the little teams because, you know, they think they're already through. Um, yeah. I'm just hoping and just saying that if Leicester can perform like they did against Manchester United, yes. to me, they'll win the Cup. Because, yes. you know, you, you, could, you could not get a more perfect a game. No. And if, I'll have or what I have watching modern day football now is that without changing your players, you change your tactics. Mm. So I think by doing that, you're weakening your team because you're not playing to your strengths. And I feel yeah. as though, you know, Rogers has got to say, right, just go for it, lads, and not mm. change any tactics to try and stop Southampton playing because you lose what you're strong, strong at. And I think that's happened quite a few times this year. Instead yeah. of changing now, you're changing the system and the tactics. But by doing it, I feel that you you know you, you're weakening your strengths and you're weakening your chance of winning the game. We, we, well, I mentioned this with, with Josh just before you came in that um, Rogers does have a couple of formations that he likes to play, and he does seem to change depending. What, who he, who he's up against, but yeah, my thought is, you know, if you're playing a formation, you should stick to that because that's what the players know. That's you know they they know if they put the ball out to the right that you know player B is going to be there sort of thing. But suddenly changing formation and it can take sometimes the first half to get your head round the new formation. That's correct, and I think um, that's when you you know you, you have your troubles. Um, we go back to my era, um, you know, as, as soon as they knew I'd got the ball, they knew what I was going to do with it. So they made the run with me, which was quite successful. I think yeah. with the new, you know, the, the modern day Leicester, Vardy makes his runs. They know how he makes his runs. They play the ball to him. I've yeah. watched games. Vardy's been making a few runs and he hasn't got it. And then other times he doesn't make the runs. And you see the hesitation of oh what shall I do with it now? What's what's my next pass? And then you go yeah. back to square passing, back passing, and you, you take out the ability of um striking the way Leicester are good at. Yeah. So going back to sort of the, the 1982, I say yeah, you had Jock Wallace there. We'd just come off the uh, the, the amazing game against Shrewsbury, um, yeah, which well, we never stopped talking about it, do we? It was it, it's the game for, for 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 most of us from that era. But what did Jock say to you? You know, you said Brendan should just say to his players, go out and enjoy it. What was Jock's instructions to you before you all went out? 
Well, to be fair, we didn't, you know, um, we didn't have the, the tactics and the things that play, no. players have got now. You just try and yeah. play to your best ability. And then we just had to try and go out and, and get at get at Tottenham. But um, yeah. it's hard to say why it didn't happen. Um, mm. It's hard to say, well, you know, we didn't get the breaks that we should have got. Um, it's just something really that you, you, you can't explain. Collectively... Yeah. That's where it because I mean, Jock, Jock, in fairness, probably wasn't known as the greatest tactician, was the <laughs> tactical manager for going, but you know, he had that, you know, that that very much sort of up and at them sort of attitude, which in those days, you know, it, it worked, and we had some great times under him. That was that was a the game then, in uh, in, mm. in if you look at back at um, European football. Um, that's why the English clubs were so strong in Europe because they played the English style of play. And um, yeah. since we've adapted to try and play like the the Europeans, that that we struggle. But now with um, the collective set of players you've got in the English league, where they're nearly all foreign, it's it's hard to go back. Other than when Leicester won, um, you know, the Premier League, of the style of play that they played that season. Because you, they yeah. didn't uh, European wise. They just played to the strengths, and the strengths and the momentum got them through the season. And I don't think watching that season, they changed the tactics very much from game to game that year. And mm. that's that's the you know the success they got. And I think they should right now just go for it. I mean. I mean, I brought this up earlier, and I'm going to love talking to you through this. You know, that starting lineup there—that that was my—that was the team that I sort of. I started with the Bloomfield era, but by the time I kind of really understood football and sort of, you know, got into the different players and the names, these were the teams. I mean, Mark Wallington in goal with his bowl patch, you know, uh, John O'Neill, um, who for ages held the, the, the record for the number of international caps as a Leicester player. Tommy Williams, unfortunately, um, I say, who, who broke his leg there. Um, Larry May, Paul Fryer, Eddie Kelly, you know, Andy Peake. Great, great. You know, he, he came through the ranks. Ian Wilson, my old school buddy Gary Lineker, uh, Alan Young, and of course yourself. That it was a it was a good team, wasn't it? It was a good team, and I think that's when you say that it was a team because um, nobody thought themselves of you know being a, a great individual. Um, mm. That was one of Jock's strengths. Is when he brought somebody, he brought somebody that fitted into his, his style of play. So there wasn't much dis disruption into the uh, into the side, mm. and that's why they were so strong. And you know, we used to wear people down. We never stopped getting at them, and we used to uh, run them to death. And once they started to tire, then that's when we started to get on top. Yes, yeah, and you know, it was it was a shame that sort of jock went back. I never I never understood a word he said. I've got to be honest with you, but it was a shame when. He <laughs> no, like, how did the players get on with it? Because I mean, there's there's accents. I mean, obviously you you've got a very uh, a broad uh, West Midlands accent there. But that, but he had an accent and a half, didn't he? Like you, you just sort of stood there and, and looked at him being interviewed after matches and just nodded. How did you, as players, understand what he was trying to say to you? Well, for the Scottish lads, they they were fine. Yes, uh, 
understand but you know you you had to stand back and think and and look at him you know you had to try and really lip read him to understand what you were saying or rams uh who was you know typical irish fella god he was even worse you know so uh, <laughs> it, it was good to be it was, it was good days it was good fun good banter do you think if we'd got past Tottenham, we'd have gone on to win it that year? I do believe that, yeah. I really do. Um, because the games that we played uh, weren't easy. But uh, the momentum was carrying us through. And we really did go to Villa Park feeling that, you know, we were going to do it. And mm. I guess we were in there up till half time. And then, you know, I'd say their class showed a bit better than ours. Yeah. and. You know, and that was it. That was because, of course, your 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 well, I like to say your other team, if you like, but West Brom were in the other semi final against QPR. That's right. Yeah, that was um, mm. you know, that was a bit of a thing for me to try and get to the final, get them to the final, because yeah. um, you know, I know I followed them, and I was born in West Brom, but yeah. it's all put one over on them, uh, which was it's, that's that's what I was looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, we came up that season, Jock obviously said we we're going to win the league, um, <laughs> as is Jock's way. Um, wasn't quite, quite, didn't quite work out like that. And we went back down. I mean, had he stayed, I mean, do you think there was anything that, that would have made him stay? Or do you think he was just, he wanted to go, but he was missing Scotland? I think so. I think he'd, um, he got to the point where he thought we could go, you know, as far as we could go. And, yeah. Uh, Scotland was beckoning for him, and um, no, I can't say anything bad about him. He was a fantastic no. guy. Oh no, no, it, it was amazing. I mean, when we got him, this is the guy who, who at that point, he'd taken Rangers to numerous trophies on the trot. You know, year in year out, he won it with Rangers. And okay, we know, you know, you can say what you want about the Scottish League, but it's still there to be won. And the fact that he did it year in year out. And never let Celtic get a sniff. It was like it was almost like when we signed Sven, you know, in later years. It's my God, how did we, how did we get him as the manager? And you know, he, he took us up. He got us playing some really good, exciting football. And you know, it was a shame things didn't work out. But you know, w were you there before he came? You were, I think, weren't you? No, no, no. He, 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 was he uh, brought me to Filbert Street. Um... I just got into the, the City team right. and I've been playing well over there and the manager called me and said that we've had an interest from Leicester and uh, mm. would you like to speak to him and I came over to meet him and as soon as he started talking and uh, the passion that he was passing out to the guy, you know, straight away, where do I sign? Yeah. Oh, or, or was it a case of you didn't know what you were signing because you couldn't understand him and you just you just signed it any, anyway? Because he was a big bloke, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, massive bloke, you know. And, um, <coughs> you know, you, I always remember when I first come, like, because oh, I played at Shamrock Rovers and we played in the green and white hoops. And uh, right. I made the mistake of wearing that at training one day just to warn you. Oh. And um, I got a pasty. That's what I can say. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Um, Paul Renable says, hi, Steve, Leicester legend there. You cer certainly are. Certainly are. Um, so going back to the, so Sunday, we got we got Southampton. And to be honest, I just 
we're kind of, I suppose, Leicester are going in as favourites, which I always hate. You know, I hate that, that Leicester are favourites. I always prefer us to be the underdogs. Um, but I guess on paper we are. But it is such a funny season because we said before, which Leicester and which that are going to turn up, you know, Man United Leicester would be brilliant. You know, the team that played Brighton and really just sneak through or, or West Ham earlier in the season, Fulham. It is a case of, you know, please let the right Leicester turn up, isn't it? That's the only way I can see Leicester losing if the, mm. the doesn't turn up. I think, um, you know, you've got to play to Leicester's strengths. Leicester's got to, got to attack them from the off. I feel if they let Southampton get a foothold, because um, they can play when they when they want to play yeah. the ball, and they are yeah. very dangerous. So, you know, if Leicester, like, like, like West Brom, West Brom took the game to them, you know, in, in midweek. And I yeah. feel if you can do that, get one, two goals up, you know, that's that's what you need to do. But I don't, I think it'll be dangerous to let Southampton play. Yes. It, it's it's a bit strange because, I mean, like everybody was, was all the conspiracy theorists were going like, oh, um, Chelsea and Man City will be kept apart. So it's them two in the final. As a player, you sat there, and like you say, we were, we were we, as fans, we were thinking, "Yeah, let's hope we get Southampton. Let's hope we get Southampton." But it's almost a case of if we lose to them, it's like more embarrassing than say losing to Man City or something. But as a as a player, would you look at the other semi and go like with the Tottenham, and thinking like, "Well, soon." I mean, I know you'd sooner probably played West Brom, but on a form thing, would you look at the, the and go? We'd sooner have that team in the next round, or is it a case of you just play who you get? To be honest, you, you know, you, you know, you keep going back to that era. Um, there wasn't the movies, there wasn't the things, so you really didn't get to see as much football as you do yeah. now. So there wasn't really that much, you know, hype and pressure coming your way that way. But you always really want to play the stronger teams because you know you look back over the the FA history, you look back over the league history where you think, oh, it's an easy game today, three points or two points or a win and, you know, you, yeah. you get get put on your back solid so easy and once the game starts, yeah. it's underway and, you know, mm. you're not a scratch like we are, it's, it's pretty hard to come back. Yeah. Now, Steve, we don't have, uh, and you're probably going to be quite relieved about it. We don't have a prediction league this week because we only do it for the um, <laughs> we only do it for the Premier League. And for those guys that, that, that you know, on on the website lessonslidey.com, we have a little mini prediction league. Steve's in it, I'm in it. Steve Walsh and, and, and Ian Marshall. And if I just say Steve's not having the best of years, <laughs> season, shall we say? Uh, but you got you did get a point because you did predict. Although you do tend to predict that we will lose because you've, the fact that you've never got one right all season, so it's reverse psychology, isn't it? That's 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 my plan now. See, if I say <laughs> they're going to win, lose, and I don't want them to do that, so I always try. <laughs> But it well, well, you got a point on, on, on Saturday, but I'm going to put you on the spot now. Uh, I've gone for a 2-1. Uh, I think it will be tight, and I think I can see us conceding. Uh, Josh has gone for a 3-1. I'm going to ask you now, as a an, an honest one here, don't, you know, pe- people are watching, so you, this, this is, uh, you can't get away from this. What, um, what score are you going to go for for this one? It's not in the league, just for a bit of fun. This one I'm going for 2-0 to Leicester. 
Hey, it would be great, wouldn't it? We take we we take a one nil coming off Vardy's arse. Let's be honest with you, wouldn't we? <laughs> You'd take it coming from anywhere, I tell you, anywhere. Michael down the bottom of the pitch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Steve, thanks so much for, for. I know it's been a bit of a rush, and you, and you, you yeah. jumped on here. Thank you so much for that. I've loved to. I was so glad you came on because I still wanted to talk to you about that 1982 two game. I remember I was just I was just a young lad when I went to watch that. <laughs> I could talk about it till I die. Um, it's a game that, for me, had everything. It's a game that, which is nice to the people remember so far down the line now, like 39, 40 years ago. And, you know, um, that's the buzz I get. Uh, I've not had much to do with football. I've stayed out the limelight and whatever, but I do I get people saying to me, they come to me, oh, what about that game, Shrewsby and that? And, yeah. But then brings brings back all the memories, and you know it's 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 one to say forever. Yeah, and Steve, we we so appreciate you coming on here and and sharing those memories and giving us giving us a sensible view of football, rather than just a fan's view. Which uh, we, we we're not always sensible, you know what I mean. But, uh, but Steve, I do, thanks. Uh, I do follow Facebook, and I can see the frustrations of the fans because expectations are really high now but um i do think you know it's it's not about individual players and i don't think it's about i just think it's and i'm not going to blame Brendan rogers and whatever but i don't think he should be changing tactics to suit the other teams i think he should be players this is how we play this is how i want to play bang let's go and do it let them worry about us more than us worry about them, basically, isn't it? You know. That's but, right. Uh, well, it's it's been as I say, I love having you on. I love you. You say it as it is, and like I say, it's uh, it, you, 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 you do talk the sense. We we as fans and expectations do get high. You know, the the, the the better we do, the better we expect the team to do. That that's being a fan. You you can sort of take the blue tinted spectacles off and see it uh, from a sensible point of view. Steve, thank you so much for coming on. Take care, mate. Stay safe. Let's hope next week when we talk, we've all sat here with great big huge smiles on our face. Well, mate, I'll be sitting here with my Leicester shirt on. Yay! I'll hold you to that. <laughs> Will it still fit? <laughs> <laughs> the only <laughs> I know the feeling. Brilliant, Steve. Thanks a lot, mate. Take care and stay safe, and we'll, we'll hopefully speak next week again. Yes, Chris. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for Steve for coming on there. I tell you what, I'm so glad he did because I was at that semi final 1982 and I loved. Hey, it's memories. It is memories for me, and it's like it's like they say you should never meet or talk to your heroes. These guys, we all know these players are all heroes to us. When when they when they, when they do well, of course. <laughs> Dipak, thank you very much for your kind words, sir. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks to everybody for for joining in. Um, it is this, and don't forget, it is this this weekend. <laughs> It is, and please, um, 
You can catch us up on YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV, and please give us a bit of a subscribe. Help us with those numbers. We're trying to get that up. Uh, we would really appreciate it. And if you know anybody who's on YouTube, well, everybody uses YouTube, don't they? And they haven't subscribed and they're a Leicester fan, give them a poke in the wherevers and get them to do it. And if you want to listen to it back while you're uh, you're down the pub, get your headphones in and listen to it back. You can listen to the podcast versions of the show uh, on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, Spotify podcast, podcast Addict. It's easy for me to say. And we're also now on Apple Music as well. A bit like Steve Linux. We're here, we're there, we're every where. <laughs> I'm going to be back on Thursday when I'm going to be talking to a Southampton fan. And we're going to be looking at the um, the game from two, two fan sides with the opposition view. See what he thinks about drawing Leicester. Does he think the same as us? Like, Thank God it was Leicester, basically. Um, Friday, we'll be here with uh, uh, Craig, and we'll be doing a proper preview of the match, uh, looking at it in depth, and Craig will be picking his team, which hopefully this week he won't have any party exclusions to, 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 to throw a spanner in the works. And then we'll be back on Saturday with the pre- and post-match show. We're not going to be live during the show. There'll be no things going up on Facebook, no score lines. It's a semi-final. I'm going to sit. I'm going to have a beer. My son's coming round, and we are just going to have a father-son time and watch the game. So we won't be updating Facebook. Um, I, I guess you understand that. Hey, see you Wednesday. What day are you on today? Tuesday. See you Thursday at 7. Thanks so much for joining in, guys. It wouldn't be worth doing if it wasn't for you. You make it with all your comments. Thanks to Steve for coming in. Thanks for Josh. See you on uh, Thursday at 7. Stay safe, guys. Hello, Good night. Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. So people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.